So I set myself back down on the bench and basically was telling my mind and my body that you're not the boss of me and choosing to be present in that moment. And side note, I wasn't feeling at all spiritual. Okay. But I made a choice. Susan, sit down and choose to be present in this moment. I'm Susan Beth, and you are listening to the She Is Podcast, where we talk about living life intentionally and about trusting that the desires you have deep within you are there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. My desire is that this would be a space that encourages you to lean in and to hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. Happy New Year. It's our first episode in the new year, and I am so grateful that you are here. A few months ago, I did an episode talking about some things that we could be intentional about as we were all heading into a season that would be filled with extra activities and celebrations and lots of expectations and traditions wrapped up in the middle of it all. And I knew that it could be a lot. And I'm pretty sure that the intention that I started out with in that episode was expectations. And I emphasize the importance of us holding our expectations loosely, you know, keeping our focus on what really matters and us being flexible with everything else. And I have, as I'm sure many of you have as well, had the opportunity to stand in this intention and choice. I was thinking of giving some of the specific changes of plans, but then as I started to think about it, I realized that I don't know that there wasn't anything that didn't get changed in the past six weeks or so in our plans. And yet, because I chose to continue to surrender my expectations and plans, I found that God's peace surrounded my heart and mind, and I saw God's hand bring comfort and healing and laughter and walking through the unexpected changes of plans and unexpected ICU stays of close family members. Just another reminder that the highlights on social media don't always convey the whole story, and it's not being fake or trying to hide anything, you know, sometimes post or maybe beforehand or podcast episodes or pre-recorded and things change. And sometimes you choose to hold close the photos of those that you love in hospital gowns and you feel protective of sharing in the moment details to anyone and everyone that follows you. But the good news is hopefully today that family member is leaving the link 
the ICU stay and heading to a rehabilitation center where the supernatural healing will continue. You know, plans can be canceled and plans can be rescheduled. And love and faithfulness can be walked out through it all. I've had several thoughts in my mind the last week or so as we've been walking out of a calendar year and into a new one. And I've noticed the past few years how differently I move into a new year. I mean, I still feel the excitement of welcoming a new year, but I don't feel the pressure or the urge to goal set and to make a lot of plans. And again, I love those things. And I actually do those things at different times in the year. But at this time in the season, I find myself not so much in a hurry. I find myself not hurrying to take down the Christmas decorations and I'm finding so much joy in lingering in the season. So even though I have seen this change and recognized it the past several years, it wasn't until this year, the end of this year, that I think I know what has shifted this experience for me, which I'll share more about that in a minute. But first, I wanted to share an experience that I had the morning of the last day of the year. If you're a longtime listener, then, well, even a short term listener for that much because I talk about it all the time. And you know that I love seeing the sunrise and sunsets for that matter, but especially sunrises in the morning. And this is something that I do most mornings go outside and watch the sun come up. And Maybe once a week or so, I will go to a favorite spot to take it all in. And I especially like to do this on special days. On my birthday, I typically drive out to the beach. And even though I'm not what anyone would call a beach bum, and I actually don't even go to the beach that often during the day, but I was born in July in South Florida. And so there's just something about watching the sunrise at the beach with my feet in the sand, that feels right to me on my birthday. And just so you know, I'm not driving to Miami where I was born. For those of you that are listening that don't know that I live in North Florida and can get to beach access pretty much within 20 minutes. So that's handy for me. So a few days ago, instead of walking outside of my house or down the street, I decided that I would go to one of my favorite spots, which happens to be overlooking the St. John's River that runs through our city to watch the sunrise on the last day of the year. Watching the sunrise, it has become something that I absolutely love and long for these days, which is why something I noticed within me surprised me and caused me to ask myself some questions that morning. Now, you, you might already know this, but it's something that I didn't remember or wasn't aware of until I started walking and watching the sunrise, that you, know, you have the darkness of night, but then the sky starts appearing lighter as the sun is rising. But when you're actually in a space where you can actually see the sun then bursting forth, that takes some time. You actually see the light and witness the, the light in the sky before you actually witness the light breaking through. And fully appearing. And I'm sure I learned 
the details of that at some point in school, but we'll just add that to the list of yet another thing that I didn't retain. (laughs) But the reason that I'm explaining this is because I will walk why I'm waiting for the sun to actually burst up and through. But the sky is already getting brighter and has some light in it. You know, I'm not walking, might start out in the dark, but you know, pretty quick, there's light. So in this particular morning, I had walked for a while and wasn't still seeing the sun bursting through across the water. So I walked some more and, you know, the sky had a light in it, but I wanted to see the sun actually appearing at the end of the water and, you know, coming up. So I sat down on the bench and I was looking out across the water and then I found myself standing up and thinking, Okay, I'm just going to leave and drive back to the house. But then I started thinking, okay, you haven't even seen the sun come up yet. Just be patient and just wait. So sat back down or I walked some more. I actually don't remember now. But I went through this thought cycle several more times. And finally, I said to myself in my brain, not out loud, Susan, why are you in such a rush to leave? And I literally then forced myself (laughs) to think forward and be like, what are you needing to do right now in this moment when you get back to the house? And the answer was there was nothing that needed to be taken care of or done immediately. So now you might be listening to this thinking that I need to have some help that I was having these conversations with myself, but I found it fascinating that me that couldn't wait to witness the sunrise, that actually drove somewhere this particular morning to watch the sunrise, someone that talks endlessly about getting still to connect with God, someone that had no reason to get in my car and leave within minutes of being able to witness this gorgeous visual display of God's beautiful work. So why? Why was I resisting being still? Why was every cell in my body wanting to keep me moving to what's next? Why was my mind fighting, settling into the present moment and just being? Why? I kept asking myself that question and wanted God to answer that question for me. So I set myself back down on the bench and basically was telling my mind and my body that you're not the boss of me. And then I remember very intentionally sitting up straight and straightening my back and choosing to be present in that moment. And side note, I wasn't feeling at all spiritual, okay? So I want to be clear that when we have to take our thoughts captive and we have to remind our mind and our body that they are not the boss of us, it's not necessarily this big supernatural moment that you feel empowered to do that. Not that that can't happen, but I'm just letting you know, wasn't feeling at all spiritual, okay? But I made a choice, Susan sit down and choose to be present in this moment. 
So I set up, straightened my back, and I looked out across the water. And I remember looking all the way to the left. And I could see downtown, still pretty dark, you know, with just a little light as the sun was coming up. And then just scanning across the vastness of the water. I mean, from all the way as far as I could see from the left. And I just slowly just let my vision just scan across as far as I could see to the right. Just purposely taking in the vastness of the view. Still not feeling at all spiritual. (laughs) But then I said out loud, I said, God, you are so much bigger than I thought you were. Be big in my life. And I heard my voice crack as I said that last line. And I felt God's presence in that moment. When I said, God, you are so much bigger than I thought you were, that was me declaring out loud in response to what I was visibly taking in with my eyes, as well as me recognizing how much bigger God had become in my mind and life these last several years. And even though I've always believed God to be big, I found him to be so much more. Kind of like the vastness of the water that was before me and the sky that was before me, not seeing where either one of them ended. There's always more. So when I thought that declaration and prayer, and I said it out loud, the next thing that I said when I said, God, be big in me, it felt more like something that rose up out of me. It felt sacred and it felt holy, which is probably why my voice cracked as I heard myself say it. Be big in my life, God. I'm glad I stayed that morning. I'm glad I made myself linger. The sun rose before me and it was beautiful. And I was full as I got in my car to drive home to write in my journal the words that I just shared with you. God, you are so much bigger than I thought you were. Be big in my life. I told you at the start of this episode that I'd had some thoughts on why I think that I now experience the start of a new year differently. And I think it's because I am intentionally walking through each season and day differently. I'm not standing at the end of a calendar year looking back over a year's worth of moments and memories and trying to process meaningful moments and lessons learned. And I'm not saying that's wrong if that's where you find yourself at the start of this new year and it's working for you. And I do love the rule that holidays and special times of the year offer us invitations to reflect and to remember. And I wholeheartedly engage in these celebrations. But they are a supplement and an add-on to the seasonal rhythm of everyday life. Our desire and longing 
for connection with our creator, it, it goes beyond any particular season and it can't be confined to a particular day or a designated time. I am prayerfully processing and reflecting all throughout the year. Am I doing that perfectly? No. And perfect is not the goal. Connection and transformation is. And I have a role in that, but I am not the originator. God is. We each long for God, our creator, because he first longed for us. We were made to worship God and image him with all that we are. And that reflection and image, it might look different in the different seasons of our life. You know, maybe that's because we are reflecting who we are experiencing him to be in our life in a particular season. He's so much bigger than our minds can take in and comprehend all at once. He's so much bigger than we ever imagined, friend. And he wants to be big in your life. I would love, once again, to invite you to walk through this season with the Winter Seasonal Journal. The stillness of winter is a beautiful invitation to be still with God and with ourselves. God invited us. He invited you. He invited me into his story. He invited us to co-create with him and to image who he is by who he created and built us to be. He's not scared of our humanity, but he does want to be God in our lives. To me, it's the example of sunrise a few mornings ago. It's us choosing to intentionally live fully in the moment that we are in and allowing God to meet us right where we are and be big in our lives. I would love to remind you, as we are just a few days into this new year, that you are not behind on resolutions, on goals for a new year, anything. You are here in this moment, not yesterday and not tomorrow, this moment. So be still. Be willing to stay and linger. And allow your God to meet you in this moment, right where you are. Happy New Year. Love you guys. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need.